Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 55. That is Brian Bosworth. No, Brian Bosworth was 44, wasn't he? I was just going to say. I was thinking of the players before we started. That fit, uh, Cornelius yeah. Bennett's the one okay, that immediately yeah. comes it's to mind. It's funny. I was going to say, but Bosworth ended up uh, doing that whole thing where he kind of tried to sue the NFL to get that 44 and that nonsense. And, that, and, yeah. then, and then Bo Jackson ran right over him, and then yeah. nobody cared. And then he died, basically. basically. Yeah. His sporting yeah. career basically, died right it was there done. one yard line. Yeah. So this is, yeah, it did. This is episode 55. And uh, we are going to do a couple books tonight, almost like it is the weekend, though it isn't. Me and you are going to do a couple books quick, me and you. And then Double Aaron is going to come on with us to do another two and possibly get to talk slightly about Hulk Vereens. And I will try not to laugh over him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it, every time I see Hulk Vereens, I don't know, are you aware of Ben Vereen? The performer no. who liked to dance. He is a dance man. Uh, yeah, that's all I keep thinking. I'm like, why do they have a book about Ben Vereen? They, they do not. There's uh, enough going on with Wolverine himself still that we can yeah. kill all these other side Yeah, books so me and you, Quick, are going to talk about two books that we had had on the weekend edition. But there's a lot of books this week. There's yeah. a lot of things. We're mixing things up. So me and you are going to talk about Old Man Quill and friendly neighborhood Spider-Man before we're joined by Aaron. But I guess we will start with Old Man Quill. I'm having some problems. My computer crashed this week. I ended up having a storm over there. And then all of a sudden we're, we're starting tonight and crashed. I mean, it's done. The Geek Squad sent it out. I really thought that the Geek Squad was going to give me a new computer that I'd go in. I'd say, listen, my computer, it bricked. And they'd be like, okay, here's a new one. Go have some fun. I'm like, it stinks. But luckily, uh, this day and age, I do have to say that if your computer goes down, you have like everything saved on your Google profile. I have a lot of things in my Dropbox. So it's not as bad as back in the day. No, it's would far go different. Down. Yeah, but uh, still, I had a lot of things on that hard drive, and I figured, well, they'll give me a new computer. I'll have to just, you know, chalk it up as a loss, the things on my hard drive. And then uh, my wife went when I was at work and dropped it off, and they said, oh, we're going to send it out. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Well, I'll still have my stuff, but I, I doubt I will. I have yeah, a feeling. They're going to factory reset yeah, it. Yeah, well, at one point. Do. I ended up way back in the day I had my Xbox. I believe it was an original Xbox. I don't think it was the 360, but that bricked. And I ended up sending it out for a replacement. And they gave me this whole thing like, it's going to take this long. And it took forever. And I that, did the same thing with my PlayStation 3, the yeah, first one I yeah, had. Yeah, mine. I had a um, PlayStation 2, I believe. Or no, it might have been. It was the original PlayStation 3 that was actually backwards compatible to the yeah, 1 and that 2. Yeah, had a lot of problems. And they yeah, would yeah, take them back, have a lot but you never... <laughs> Yeah, well, what happened with my Xbox is I sent it out there, and uh, it took probably a month or so, and then when I got it back, it, it was obviously not mine. Yeah. And I thought, well, why, yeah, did, it, why did it take so long? And the worst was it had this uh, faceplate. So it was, I think, it was the 360 then. It had this weird faceplate that I hated. When it arrived back, I'm like, really? You not only did you, you know, take that long to send me a replacement, not even fix mine, but it came with this, it, just this weird faceplate that it really annoyed me. But yeah, that original PlayStation Three, uh, the big chunky a lot of one, issues. Yeah. it had tons. But I really liked that. I, I did liked too. having it, it compatible. That, that was the best part. And then they got rid of it in yeah, the later versions. Yeah, no more so backwards upset. compatibility. And then what happened to me is uh, I had that. It, it, it went down. I ended up sending it away. Came back, 
And then about a year later, it went down again. Yeah, and, that's the same thing happened to yeah. mine. I ended up and just I trading it, it in yeah. like a week before I, I knew it was going to yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. I, I ended <laughs> I up just getting new. a new PlayStation yeah, 3, but too. I did miss that PlayStation 2 backwards compatibility. I have probably up on my shelf right now, I have at least 300 PlayStation 2 games. I have yeah. so I have, many I games. have a Tupperware full in my basement. Yeah. I, I just don't know what to do with them. I like was all actually the thinking of buying everything. a PlayStation 2. Just to play those. And I thought, you know what? I don't play anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do that. But we're here to talk about comics. We're going to start with Old Man Quill number two. Uh, and I'll give you the writer is Ethan Sachs, art by Robert Gill, colors by Andres Mosa, and letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. Peter Quill, born on Earth to human mother and alien father, set out for a life of adventure uh, among the stars as Star-Lord. He became a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy and spent years fighting and defending with the ragtag group of misfits. Eventually, life took a down, uh, took him down a new path. Peter, I'm having problems. This, this thing that I have, my new computer, I I haven't set it up very well yet. I, I just kind of got it. Actually, it was my son's computer. I bought it off him. And everything's really small. I'm, I'm struggling. Peter took <laughs> over from his father as emperor of the planet Spartak. Uh, chose responsibility over the swashbuckling annex of his past, started a family, and had a falling out with the Guardians. But that was a long, long time ago, maybe in a galaxy far, far away, when this strategy <laughs> uh, miscalculation left this planet undefended. Peter found Spartex de- destroyed, and no one left the blame but himself. Living in self-imposed exile for decades, Peter has been unable to spur himself to any kind of action except days spent uh, drinking to forget when he can't stay in cryosleep. But then the estranged surviving Guardians reached out to him and pulled him one last mission and chance for redemption, a return to Earth in an attempt to stop the Universal Church of Truth, the same group that destroyed Spartex. And this is a long, uh, you know, know, recap for one They're issue. Really, this one is issue. Like this is dialogue yeah. than the first I'm telling you, you total. really don't need to read that first one. You just get this. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, that's cool. You know? uh, only Earth's had a rough time since Peter's last seen it. The supervillains organized 45 years ago under the Red Skull and took over, and the remaining wastelands may be in dire need of some super heroics. And uh, going into this, the, the main problem that a lot of people had is that, again, it's an old man title. So everybody's like, okay, do we need to keep getting the old man titles? The thing that I saw a lot of people were excited about this one in particular is because it was a different sort because you yes. think it's going to go cosmic. You're going to go yeah, the galaxy. The, 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 yeah, and then at the end of the first issue, we end up in the wastelands on Earth. So, I'm, yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping – that we get off of Earth and back yeah, into here, space. Here's a couple things I seem to have noticed because I, I went and pulled up the map from the original Old Man Logan book. Yeah. Uh, so it seems to have ta- it takes place after all this, you know, Wolverine timeline stuff. So this is a little bit in the future of yeah. this time even. And some of the territories have kind of changed. Yeah. Uh, it seems like because New York used to be the president's quarter, which I forget who was the president originally, but Doom was kind of in the middle of the country. And it seems to be... He's now taken over all the way to the East Coast okay. almost. Um, so that, that's at least what I've pieced together in my mind, trying to fit this into the, yeah. the, old, the man old man timeline. Universe. Yeah, because yeah, I know the Hawkeye was a, a prequel to everything. So Yeah, and I like both of those. I actually really yeah, like the Hawkeye. Uh, the thing about this is you, you, obviously we're on Earth. We, they crashed in the wasteland. You find out it was a doomed satellite that, that knocked them down in this. So they're in the yeah, wasteland. That was just by chance, too. They almost yeah. made it seem like in the blurb they were headed here 
initially yeah. and like that was their intent yeah but yeah it was kind of by chance when they get here and the thing is though you're expecting or hoping for most people are hoping they'll get off of earth you know okay let's get this let's get That's going hoping. the problem Quickly. is though <laughs> the bad guys are heading to earth yes. I mean, in this and, issue and by the end of the issue i was so disappointed yeah. that's it, the biggest not thing that i hated the issue no. totally but i would th- that revelation yeah. really kind of bummed and me that out kind of that bit. that seemed to be the direction for me of like okay they're gonna at least stay on earth for a while because yes. the bad guys are going there maybe. yeah mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there to see what you know quill is after and all these things from there but you have doom that's the big thing and like you said formerly new york you have doom there and it's a doom bot you know there hey i'm doom everybody behave and do these they're having <laughs> tossing a rally out army rations yeah and they're tossing out the rations that my dad used to love those rations oh, really he used to eat them all the time he would just sit there and eat them like snacks. i asked my cousin so how he weird. eats those things and he's like oh when you're hungry you're hungry yeah man. and my dad just was a slob but uh yeah with this though you have one guy step up and it's like it's clobbering time and he throws him off tough cocktail and then you see that this is just a doom bot and you know you have this idea that there are people that are going against the whole deal yeah. that what you would he wipes expect out the whole town this doom bot yeah he wipes it out and then the, you know everybody in the square here are dead and then starts throwing out here you go people because yeah. he's got that like pre-programmed <laughs> deal it even looks like he just destroys the people that are with him as well those soldiers yeah, everybody and he's like yeah here everybody eat and it's just these smoldering freaking uh yeah, you know the skeletons only two people that make it back are this guy because he's even complaining about losing troops there yeah yeah so you have that and then you go to the guardians they've hired a guy to kind of take them through the wasteland they get to a uh, a town that's just been ravaged it's, it's been wiped out and you find out as this is going on a lot of the places in the wasteland doom is trying to go and kind of you know go in there and and take everything to put it yeah, under get his him control. to bend the knee so to speak yeah so you have peter and everybody else and and you get a little character work of how you know Peter's still upset and he's not quite right with what happened. You get this guy who's their guide as a piece of crap who's like he doesn't care because he's seen this destruction yeah. over there, and over. It doesn't mean much. I have to with him. this guide, he claims to not know who the Avengers are. Then they pick up the Captain and America he's like, doll. Oh man, these are worth a lot. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then they even bring up the Avengers again later in the issue. Somebody yeah. randomly does. So and I don't, then, I don't yeah. know what they're getting at. And there. then you go to New Latveria where the actual Doom is, but it, I like it too. It, it really does look like he's sitting on a throne made of the thing right yes, uh, that's, that's totally what it, what it looks yeah. like yeah so he's there and he has a uh, mask who's there with him and it seems like he's talking through her uh control you know what i'm saying because yeah. he doesn't say anything he but some of his motions then yeah. he's got are, the two fingers to his head yeah he's got that thinking like he's doing that and then later just in a panel where he puts up his hand and then the next panel, she puts up her hand to talk. And at one yeah. point even says, I, I mean, doom. So we'll have to see if, if that is anything. Again, maybe this is part of the characteristics of the character that I'm not so aware no, of. No, no, he's definitely doing that. Yeah. Uh, and you can tell because even when she ends it, she's like, doom has nothing to fear from a spacecraft. I mean, that's how doom also talks. Yeah, you, you yeah. Will, 
He'll pull the, you know, George Costanza talking in the third person. Yeah, act no, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. But yeah, they, they're like, you know, what's going on? And the thing is, there was a spacecraft that came down. Obviously, we know what that is. But in the meantime, you have the Guardians. They were heading off to this next town. You know, they went. And, and one of the worst deals is you, you have Star-Lord come in. Peter's like, oh, man, there's a fountain in this town. Oh, and he's <laughs> drinking out of it. There's a head, there's a, head. a separate yeah, head top. in it. Yeah, I don't know. When you, when you need water like that in the wasteland, <laughs> I don't know that you care well, about it never head. killed anybody but, right? uh, and one of the the lines i did like is they're like hey there must be a town up there that's fresh smoke coming off it whatever and that guide's like you know what the rule of the wasteland is you walk away from the smoke yep. uh but they go to it and the town is being you know almost like they arrive almost like a seven samurai type deal uh yep. where the totally. town is being you know taken not taken over but beaten up and bullied yeah. by the wrecking crew getting and extorted yeah, so they show up, though they haven't been hired like the Magnificent Seven, but they kind of show up like that. And uh as they go in, the Wrecking Crew's there, and I actually thought they were pretty funny, even in this awful way, yeah. just because of the, you know, that they're... uh Thinking back at how great they were and things like, you know, like, you aren't that great. Like, even the one guy's like, you know, my, my uncle, he yeah. was, you know, and you're I like, got a yeah. long line to live up to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it, it's basically like, yeah. And the thing is, though, is at this point, it is a little bit, uh, you know, kind of filler to me. It, yeah. It's nice it's because you get the character work. The issue, yeah. yeah. And you get this fight. And basically to me, it's set up. So that you see that Star-Lord Peter, uh, you know, he'll kill people. He, yeah. He's not the same Star-Lord as before. And even even the, the Guardians sit there and say, like, boy, he's he's kind of coming back. But this isn't the Star-Lord that we left all those years ago. He lost everything. Yeah. And so it, it, it does set up the whole thing with the church. That when I like they the do rocket come, scene where he's trying to get the the one specific plasma blast and yeah. then he shoots the grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I really like that. And the one deal where we had where it like pile drivers, you know, my <laughs> my great grandfather's legacy of pile driver, one of the best ever. And you have uh, Gamora's like, yeah, yeah. Then he, he was That's he wasn't correct. that great. All right, yeah. He's like, and actually it was Rocket. He's like, yeah, that pile driver was kind of a tool back in the day, but hey, whatever he wants to believe. But again, that also shows I, – I like the little flavor of that showing that, you know, records and things, they are yeah. lost. I mean this yeah, the is the wasteland. Yeah, the are rewriting their own Yeah, history. they're writing their hit, rewriting everything because they, they don't even know. Even if they are kind of trying to get it bigger than they were, it's not just that. It's that the things don't – you don't know. Things right. are passed on by tales and things like that. But yeah, I think that this whole issue basically is just to show you – that the wasteland is awful, but also with that, that uh, Peter has gone dark. You know, this darker version of Peter will kill if he wants to and has to. And especially yeah, if you do whatever's necessary. And especially now. if you <laughs> remind him of anything to do with his family, his family or kids. Oh, yeah. And then he's the then he's button. yeah. Yeah, that is the hot button. And it ends basically then with part of the church. They're heading towards, you know, the soul system. They're in Ju Ju uh, near Jupiter. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to Earth. This is where, you know, the Milano went. And let's go there. And, and that's where they're going towards that. And it's going to be a showdown at least. But that's the thing. And it says, alert the church elders. We found the next world to cleanse. And they're just going to go. Put that sigil on Earth, maybe. Yeah, and gonna, they, they, uh, yeah. And they ended up seeing where you had the brood and when peter was on that vid cam deal and they're like up oh, there he is let's go we're gonna take him down 
so yeah, the whole deal just seems to kind of plan us on Earth, which I think is, you know, it's kind of a shame right now. Yeah. We'll see how long it, it goes and it, all it that. It bums me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does. But maybe that's just to get your footing, try to get a little idea of what's going on, and then we go off from there, say, at issue six or seven and go off. I- I'm hoping, and I know that a lot of other people are hoping, but I still like this. I, I, I still too. like it. It's It's... A little slower pace than I thought I would, uh, you know, or I thought it would be just because we're here and this issue does just kind of set up a couple circumstances to show you how these characters are, mainly Peter, and then just get you the whole Doom connection there and, and see what that's going on. But even the Doom stuff, it, that's nice. It's a nice flavor for the yeah, book. It sets up the world. It does set up the world. It's just that I want more of the guardians you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but you have to set up the bad guys and i guess maybe with the church coming to earth to kind of destroy Earth, you know the villains are gonna want to have a say about that and it seems that doom's the big guy at this point so maybe that's almost like he might need the guardians to help that's what i'm saying maybe that's the (laughs) setup to kind of get them team up a little see what's going on but i'm telling you i I think that thing might be that that throne when i looked at it i'm like it looked a lot like johnny throwing that fireball at it did it did, but it seemed like that would be too on the any I know. Younger. I, I didn't. I didn't want to call it out because I don't think it is. But yeah. it might be a Johnny fanboy. Yeah, or I something think it was like just that. a Fantastic Four. I think that that's like, hey, you know, Dooms the leader now, and a Resistance would kind of pick yeah. the, fantastic the Fantastic Four, Four. as their, yeah. you know, motto the, and things like that. The Fantastic Four paraphernalia now is like Buffalo Bill Super Bowl shirts. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's what it is. They, they have it there. That would be pretty good. But yeah, uh, but yeah, what did you give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a flat seven here. Uh, like you said, I'm I'm personally a little disappointed. They're kind of stuck here back in the wastelands. I wanted kind of a jaunt through space, yeah, and, and that advanced timeline and see where things were left to lie out there, as opposed to something I've already seen. But I guess they're trying to, you know, emphasize here that this is a little bit different of a wastelands than even yeah. you know everyone that's yeah, read. And actually, that's to. a good point. That I think that maybe that's what it is to kind of set up so that people going in aren't just like. Oh, they're in the wastelands. I yeah, know what that's I'm all out, about, yeah. and you know I'm done. So yeah, that does set that up. So that's yeah. that's actually so, a pretty so that's, good idea. You know, it's kind of almost like an even draw there with that. You know, my yeah. problem is kind of a little bit brushed to the side there, but I really like the art. Uh, you know, Rocket might be my runaway favorite character right yeah. now, but uh, you know, I hope to see, like you said, a little more spotlight on Quill, and, and you know this. This darkness he's going through, because that's kind of more what the story is. It seems like he's getting lost amongst all the characters and the yeah. teams and stuff they're trying to build right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This isn't Old Man Guardians. This is Old Man Quill. Right. So I, yeah, I'd like to right. see a little of that. Maybe maybe they would have been better served to give us an issue or two with just Quill. Yeah. Though the setup of him kind of be, being down and out doesn't lead to many issues. I mean, they have to get him. And, now, and, and a lot of the stuff was kind of through the guardians but not enough like i said you have them like man like he's darker than he was boy he's you know i need more of that if you're yeah. going to use the guardians I, as that so. even old man logan when that book started i mean his family was killed really quick it's yeah. not like you had a great attachment to him or anything it was yeah, just more yeah. like let's get going here yeah you know? so. yeah so what would what score would you give i did i think i said uh i'm gonna give it oh. just a flat seven oh, okay i'm I'm, ga- I'm gonna give it a seven five yeah. i i actually am enjoying it i'm here for the ride you yeah. know what I mean? But I, di- I did kind of hope that we'd do more of the space stuff, the cosmic stuff, 
than you know stuck in the wastelands again i think that that was an odd choice though i you know it's weird too because like you said it seems like they want to show you the wastelands are different but yet you started in the wastelands which seemed odd in the first place but yeah yeah, i'll go seven five and we'll go to the next book which is what it's friendly neighborhood spider-man number three written by tom taylor art by juan cabal colors by nolan woodard and letters by vcs travis lanham uh peter parker neighborhood's Oh, Peter Parker's neighborhood, senior citizen Marnie, found Spider-Man fighting a super strong orange guy outside an abandoned embassy. She grabbed the guy's head, slammed it into the cement, then called Spider-Man Peter. So you have a lot to catch up on earlier. Pete and Marnie's neighbor, Liani, was looking for protection from a threat. She was too afraid to name. She went missing before Peter could ask Spider-Man to help. Luckily, she was first able to hide two orange-skinned kids. And it's so weird to yeah, call them that in I Peter's know. room. The aforementioned orange man came looming for them. Spider-Man chased him off, tracking him to the aforementioned embassy. And here we are. But if you're anything like Spider-Man, I bet you are, you still got some questions. That was yeah. such a weird blurb. I know, yeah. Was, right I'm telling that. you both of these flips. But yeah, uh, the idea of this is... It's okay. It's pretty cool. The problem I have now, and I'm sure that this is a problem that a lot of Marvel readers like yourself that have read more Marvel than me, that I have an issue with is I started this up and I actually started getting a lot of the Spider-Man books confused in my head. I was thinking of like... What Orange Man? And I'm thinking about it like eh, there was Rhino and a hamster oh, ball. I'm like that's it's the amazing. wrong book. Help you out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that's the wrong one. Uh, but yeah, you have. Who ends up being Rumor, the lady that knows, you know, the landlord that is actually yeah, an old Marnie. superhero. Yeah. Uh, and they are going for Lilani. And he, she ended up, you know, she's strong. She has radar sense. We do get this. And there's some funny lines in here where Peter's trying to, like, find out some things. And I think Tom Taylor does a good job of kind of, you know, poking fun at some things when yeah. Pete's like, well, what are your powers? You know, what's up with you? Listen, I, you don't need my origin story here. But he ends up showing you enough of her. Yeah. With comments and things. And she's from the 40s. You have that. You have all that stuff. Now, the the best thing of this issue to me is Boomerang again. Uh, I was just going to say. Boomerang's the best. Boomerang and and Human Torch. They're exchanges. They're the best. best. I love when you you have where, again, where you had Johnny show up and he's, you know, he's full out Fantastic Four gear, which he was supposed to be a little more undercover. Yeah. He showed up. And remember, it was the whole joke was I, I thought I told you to be discreet. I was. I came through the window. But he <laughs> flew down the deal. And so what? when he's in there, he goes to look because the one girl of the orange kids, she wants look. to go to the bathroom. And he's like, OK, let's look. Coast is clear. Let's go, boys, boys and girls. And comes out and Boomerang comes out and just goes, you're Johnny Storm. And he's like, yeah, uh, are you here for me? And Johnny has no idea. And there's that whole weird thing yeah. about, Johnny's you know, not to be seen. Yeah. And then he's also like, you know, he, he can't say that Peter is Spider-Man, like all that stuff, even though it's all, you know, wrapped in the whole deal. And he's like, all right, well, never mind. I'm good. And Johnny's like, uh, should I be after you? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just going to walk back, back slowly. To my room. And I liked it. And I actually wanted more of them, even though if we had too much, I would have complained that we didn't yes. get enough of what was yeah, going on. Yeah, just one more scene, maybe in the back yeah. half of the issue. But it, it's, it was really good. It, it made me laugh. It yeah. actually made me laugh. And, and for all the deal, me and you are both enjoying Boomerang. And every time he does show up, of course, he is kind of the comic relief going. 
I laugh every time. I, I mean, last issue so with him in the he was undies. Be a and, constant in the title. Yeah. And now that he's not, I kind of want a little yeah. more of him. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, they're at that embassy and you have rumor and, uh, Spider-Man and they go into an elevator and she's kind of giving a little things and like, okay, you know, but not full. Looks like a out wardrobe everything. at first. I'm like, yeah, this and he even says, yeah, he goes, Narnia? what is this, What's Narnia? And she's like, no, 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 let's go. And, and they get in this elevator and it ends up being this crazy, I don't know. It even seems like it's a dimensional elevator, That's though it I isn't. Too. Because yeah. at the end, he webs out. So it can't be, really. But yeah, he basically climbs them out of here. Yeah, so with that, it does look like a dimensional type thing, but they go to under New York, under York, under York. deal. And it's this whole, you know, kind of a deal where they're underneath New York. It's a replica of New York, but even New York itself seems to be a replica of under York and things yep. like that. Frozen and it's in time, cool. too, like yeah. cut off from Yeah, and us. they're cut off and they don't want to have anybody go down there or whatever for a long time. And it's kind of in disrepair at points. But I, I actually think it's a pretty cool idea to have. It, it seems so ridiculous, right? I know. It's well, over-the-top ridiculous. That but was the thing I was trying to explain in my review, how like I don't necessarily have a problem with, with yeah. the idea of Under York. It just really threw me off yeah. about – this being like, in a Spider-Man book it? out of How nowhere. Where is yeah. it? And whatever. And so, and, and the stuff I caught up with, you know, you always have that under New York stuff, you know, right. the yeah. Morlocks and things and even the dinosaur the nonsense that you had. That, that, that stuff Craven yeah. was hunting those dinosaur people and things. So right. you have this. And I don't mind the idea of getting Spider-Man, like everybody wants Spider-Man in New York, right? You, you don't really want to get him out of New York that much. But this does get him out of New York to be in this for a little at least yeah. and separate the books a little. And and I didn't mind that. But they're going after that Lilani and they go down and you do get rumors, you know, some of her, you know, things. She can influence people a little. She can kind of push them. Even Peter's like, hey, what is that, the force? And she's like, it's not the force. But she's doing it like that as a joke. She can see radar, but it doesn't seem – it's more like radar. It's not specific X-ray vision. So at yeah. one point they're going down, and she she's sense, super strong. She can't see who's Yeah, who so was. yeah, she can see there's people but not who they are. Stuff like that, which was pretty cool. And they yeah. even go down. She's like, I'm wondering why there's no security here. And Pete has a thing. And I actually thought the same thing. Why would you need security when you don't think anybody could possibly go down there? Which yeah. makes sense. But she's like, you know, she says it. Um, but they do end up going into a room and see that this Lilani's in there. Or at least they think. They bust in. And there's these orange guys and including her father, as we find out. And he just comes out with this gun and goes to shoot a uh, rumor. Rumor, and, yep. and Pete just jumps and takes the bullet and he's, you know, and, and it gets a little bit, I, I don't know, maybe a little too jokey with Pete. I, I like it, but just the idea that he shot, he's like, I should have really yelled no because that's what they do. I'm like, you're shot, dude. Yeah, you Stop, might be dying. You know? Chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill a little. <laughs> you can back off with the humor, but. It's good. It shows Pete, you know, as a good guy. Obviously, we know that. But the the problem I have in this under York, we're in and out quick. I know. I that mean, that yeah. was the other thing I, I did kind of knock it for is that we're, we take all this time to set it up and what it is and why it is and this and that. And, and then I, we're, I would, yeah. we're here and we're gone in no time. And, and Liani was too. found yeah. so quick. Yeah, so and, quickly. They got her out. And then even like the guy there with the, the older guy. And then rumors like that was your dad, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, they're going to come and get us. And I'm like, okay, so we jumped into this under York just to kind of 
be there to set up the bad guys to come back out now, again. Now, is this dude that shoots? Is he Leon? He's Leonie's dad. Yeah, yeah. Right? He said, okay. yeah. He says that. Yeah. She, uh, when Rumor asked, "Is that that was your father, right?" And she's like, "Yes." And he even says, "Where are my grandkids?" Yeah. So we do see that those, you know, the orange little kids I know. are she, hers. She must have. I don't know. She must be normal, and her husband, who we haven't met, is yeah. Yeah, the we'll have to guy? see. And, and again, I, I don't mind the whole idea. And they even say that when rumor sets it up, when she's talking to Peter, even saying like, you know, they don't like people coming down, but sometimes things get mixed up. And yeah, it does seem like yeah. Actually, an there orange is something guy. weird with Liani, too, because rumor asks her, are you strong? Are you strong? And she says, and yes. That's when she and chucks throws her through her the window. The window. Yes. And, uh, and it's a cool escape. I, I like thought, the escape. I, I liked it too. I thought that again, things really seem to move at, at this really fast pace because she throws Lilani out. Then the panel progression isn't exactly like one, two, three, four. It's like one, five, seven, nine in yep. the progression. Like you don't get a full, you know what happened. But even at the point where you have rumor yell to Pete because Pete jumps out, you have, you know, Lilani gets knocked out of the window. She's falling down. Rumor jumps out to grab onto her. I don't know how she gets there that quickly to grab onto her. And then Pete hits the, you know, the webbing to get them. And then Rumor yells, Hey, uh, swing us to the elevator. And then they're they're just there. there. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, and again, I, I like that, but I don't, uh, and then they kill the power and really climbs up. Yeah. And that's the other thing about that is the weird deal about it is like they're setting up these obstacles. Like you, you have the the grandfather, the father of Lilani, says, um, you know, must be like, okay, cut the power to the elevator. They cut it, and then it's just like, oh no, we're stuck here. We're so far under. And Pete's like, oh, three miles. You know, screw it. it. I, I'm gonna go, and he does. And so <laughs> with both like, of them hanging on him. Yeah, okay. And then it just ends with them coming up through the elevator shaft opening, and Pete just ends up falling over. I mean, he he's hurt. Exhausted, he's got a, yeah. a board. But then they're like, "That was your father down there." Lalani's like, "Yes, right. We better hurry. Uh, they're gonna be coming to surface with an army and an appalling sense of entitlement. We should probably prepare for a small war." Okay, but know. you know, it was it was lightning quick. It was very go. weird. It's yeah. Took the the story took turns. I I didn't anticipate. So it I feel like I knock it for more like a personal taste. Like some people yeah. just might go with the flow and have no issues with it, but it just kind of went in strange directions. I I had yeah, no problem I agree. following, but I was just like, okay. And again, this okay. is the weird thing. I'll tell you how I am with it. And it's a weird deal to say. I don't know if the the quick pace. And the kind of let's get to the gist of things and not worry about, you know, I don't know if I love it or hate it. I'm not sure. I must be in the middle because I'm like a lot of books will sit there and say, you know, we're treading water. You, you, your man, Brian Michael Bendis, believe me, you know that six (laughs) issues would have been just them going down the elevator. They would have talked about this. You would have taken a whole issue to explain this place. Oh, my goodness. So so with that, so with that. I really, really like this, but it just felt by the end like, really? What? Like, I was interested in some of the things, and that's where you kind of have the problem where it goes so quick, where you don't get to explore the space when yeah. I want to. Like, they build this whole world, and then you go right to the building, and yeah, you're that's done what, with it. It's funny, too. That's why I think you go down, and there's an Empire State Building, and, and Peter's like, oh, man, they made an Empire State Building down here? And Romer's like, no, no, no. We copied it from them. I think that that was just to say, Tom Taylor's like, listen, 
you don't need to ask any questions about this under York. It's exactly the same. So they just don't bother with it, whatever. But I want to know, or, you know, it doesn't even look like that many people are living down I there. Know. You didn't yeah, seem you like a no bustling city. Really scale other yeah, and than it stinks this. because I really thought that was a neat idea. But yeah. we'll see if we get back to it eventually. But they are coming up to our, they're coming to the surface now. Yep. So we'll have to see how this is. And again, you, you would think that it wouldn't just be an elevator and an embassy. It did look like it kind of you know at one it looks like he got shot in the space and now <laughs> no. he's ending up just you know yeah, webbing up like three he, miles he's separating like he stepped through a telephone yeah, like you would think that going you wacky. would think that there was a, a a deal where you would have it like it would just be almost like a multiversal thing so that nobody could go down it just looks like anybody like me and you end yeah. up in that that oh, abandoned yeah, embassy right down there and no we're problem. like oh man this is a wardrobe let's say oh it's an elevator let's go down next thing we're and, and did you get the idea of rumors from there originally too nah, like, it's so- weird she kind of keeps saying them and things like that but she obviously i when she's talking about her old days and things i think a lot of it was in this uh, that's why we didn't know that's why i think they'll be the explanation of oh why wouldn't we have heard of this rumor hero before i think that a lot of the stuff happened there and even at the point they're mentioning lucille ball and there's a lot of crazy references there really is (laughs) and i am intrigued and i like it i just it seemed like all of a sudden like man that that really ended like in a weird way and and went pretty quick uh but what would you give it yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. I have. I'm like, giving a seven as well. Yeah, I'm just there's some things that throw me off. Again, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy them. It just it just made me kind of scratch my head. Like, okay, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. I'm I'm guess I'm fine with it. I don't hate any of the characters per se. I'm I'm kind of interested as to why some of these people have orange skin. Some of them don't. Yeah. Like what yeah. what the story behind all this is. But uh, yeah, and is yeah, that I'm because they're board. just uh, like because they're underground and right. they, I, like, or are they aliens or, or are they because they do seem like they do seem to have like weird powers and stuff like yeah. that. At least maybe. I mean, you see, Lilani doesn't even seem like she's one of them, but yet she's strong. She, I yeah, yeah, we don't we don't know what's going <laughs> There's on. There's a lot of questions, and it's funny too because she looks young, and I'm getting the idea that maybe that's another thing too we'll yeah. find out that Age she's like 70 or... years old and yeah but the uh, that's the other thing that's weirder i guess that he wanted to do this tom taylor wanted to do it because you would have thought that it was kind of a weird romance type angle that they were kind of trying to go with but they uh-huh. they, they aren't i mean no. obviously we have mj and stuff back and things like that but even so i guess like right away she has kids and stuff he's like okay mm-hmm. i'm out like, I'm out. But yeah, and, and right. the quick, and the quick way, anybody and the quick way too. Kid. Yeah, with the quick way, uh, we didn't mention. The other thing is, Pete's like, "How do you know my name?" And she's like, "Well, you could really hold those groceries a lot." And I'm thinking, like, is that was that the apples thing? Because that I was know. so weird. But you then she's watch like, me and then it was funny. I, he's I like, fit all those bags on, yeah. all the way up my arm if I have to. Yeah, and then it's funny because then he's like, "Well, you, you couldn't tell if I was Spider Man just because I, you know, picked up groceries." She's like, "No, no, I put a surveillance camera outside your window, <laughs> saw so you swinging out." out. He's window. like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> and and I don't know if that's another thing that is one of those. Like he's got to be a little more careful or whatever we yeah. go with. But yeah, I'm going seven as well. I I, I still like him. Boomerang in either this or you know amazing. Yes, he, he's he's become one of my favorite characters in the whole you know fresh start deal and everything going on. And we just maybe it's best that we get just that little smidgen of him because then we're like, yeah. man, I love him. If it's too much, so he doesn't but, go kite man on us, you know. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I uh, in my way of thinking. 
I, I can only think he's going to end up dead within, you know, six months from now because we like him so much and then yeah. he'll get killed and Pete will blame himself and things like that. But we're going to go off now. We'll welcome Aaron to the whole uh, proceedings and go on with our last two books. All right. And Aaron is here. And how you doing, Aaron? Whoop, whoop. How Welcome. you doing? We're going to start with Aaron with Uncanny X-Men number 12. And that is written by Matthew Rosenberg. Art by Salvador LaRocca. Colors by Rachel Rosenberg. And letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. Now, I picked this book to be the one I wanted to do it because finally we get a little recap deal that's only like two senses not, yes. not that that old man quill holy night. moly that thing was a, a <laughs> chapter itself the x-men are presumed dead after being wiped out without a trace warned of impending death by the clairvoyant mutant blindfold cyclops aka scott summers and wolverine aka logan have reconnected to protect mutant kind once again and that's a pretty much you know right to the point and things like that and i I'm said glad they let me know what blindfold was doing last yeah week. yeah i'm glad that we know <laughs> aka logan uh but with this i actually i i said to brandon earlier today when i read it uh, the first time i read it i actually really enjoy the very beginning of this i really yeah, like too. i really like some, uh, scott and logan together i think that you know they're not going to play this whole like hey we're best buddies the x-men are gone let's you know have some fun wolverine still pretty much seems to hate scott and scott wants to kind of show logan like hey listen i i'm sorry for all that stuff i did i i ruined everything and uh, you know wolverine doesn't want to hear and he, he doesn't and but he's still nice enough as they yeah. go and yeah, this this part works really well right here i it's, love it it's when when the stuff starts having to move forward and they're yeah. moving throughout it's just different yeah transitions once you get there scenes, i don't know what's going on just yeah, because they end up going, and that's the whole the whole scene ends. And again, it's very quick, but the whole thing is like, hey, you know, there are some others. You know, we're not the only. You know, there's other X Men. There's other people out. I was and disappointed about to find that out. Yeah, and, and so I, I, I wasn't surprised at all because I mean, they only he only said X Men no yeah, more. Yeah. So I mean, What's I didn't weird, assume though, that he is, wiped out all the mutants. Again, you end up with a Space Jam deal. You really did, where it's like X Men no more. Okay, well, I, I just want to see the uh kind of the sheet that they went through almost like the accounting okay well who is officially an x-men okay check them off but jim's I not gonna give up the space no jam it's the space jam with everything I, yeah, i'm telling you space it's, jam. it's, it's kind of like the no surrender where they just like froze all the big heavy hitters yeah. and just put all the smaller guys in there to run the most of the story so i mean it's well, it's kind that of is the, true. so what the, you're the method you are saying space jam so we yeah. go off, we go off and they're, they're gonna go to this, you know, this facility and they're going and the, the thing is this progression of what they have of these kind of man-sized sentinels that come out, the progression of it. It actually kind of confused me it through confused the whole the deal. Out it, of me it, too. Yeah. I liked, I followed it until the part where they drive into this facility and run into them, and uh, I'm lost. Yeah, and then they're fighting the them, and that's when Logan is basically like, "Hey, uh, you know, the, these these things aren't real Sentinels. Like, look, there's there's stuff." And then you go and you have these, you know, former X Men, and and they're inside them, but they're controlled, and I'm like. I, I don't. I, I and don't really. Infected with the virus. Yeah, the from, virus. Uh, what's the new mutant that? Uh, uh, that techno mutant that yeah. was in uh, Rosen's. Yeah, I uh, know. Madrox. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember and, his and, name. He always makes like 
it talks in the first person or something like it's that. The, and it's the trans mode virus uh, from the and from the one uh, was there and and stuff. They keep going, but with this though. It was just like I, I, the progression of getting attacked, then attacking them, then opening them up, and like they're there. I'm like, this is really odd. But they, they're Very going, weird. yeah, and they're they're just going to break out, you know, X Men and going through the deal. And and you know, you have bad butt. I think Scott's pretty bad butt here. And I really yeah. like the idea. They get those guards that are just kind of at one point are bragging earlier in a bar, like, oh man, you know, it's. Fun beating up mutants and all these, and and Logan just comes and like I'm gonna use you. You're you're the right deal. And they go. The plan goes wrong. And I did like that with Logan's. Like, oh man, finally I came up with a plan, and it goes yeah. completely wrong. But when Scott's they open, like good plan, Logan. Uh, yeah. And when they open up the back of that van, though, you know the military van, and Scott just comes blazing. I thought that was pretty cool, and I really yeah. did like the yeah, art like as said, well. Until they got to the Sentinels, I was following everything. I yeah. was with what was going on. But basically, it's it's a prison break of all these, you know, all the mutants and X-Men and, and stuff, including some Madroxes and things like that. Yeah. Uh, Magic's and, probably the biggest name one in the group. Yeah, yeah. and, and All they, characters that Rosen, uh, Rosenberg has been writing recently, yeah, too, in yeah. miniseries form. Yeah, so you get them. And, and again, this is the problem I have is that I really don't care about many of these. But you do have Logan I wanted and just Scott. a Wolverine-Scott team But you do have those, so I guess you, you have to give a pass to these others. But yeah, you have all these things at one point. You even have, you know, Madrox blow up. You have all these things going on. But I don't know Guido. I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, a lot of these. Yeah. Um, you, you, you didn't follow, you didn't follow the magic, New but... Mutants mini that they have? No! <laughs> I, I didn't read that. So I read that's the first the thing issue. Is, I thought it was terrible yeah and that's the thing with this is you know you're gonna get if you're a rosenberg fan you're gonna get a lot of the characters i guess that he did and it's okay like i said you are this this reminds me a lot of say even a dc uh forever evil where you take the the heavy hitters all the big guys off there's a couple guys they're gonna gather up so i don't mind that but yeah you end up with the big deal is uh scott's brother who is there and uh, yeah, Alex, and he ends up kind of sacrificing himself by the end. But really, this is a prison breaks issue of just he didn't, gathering. He didn't up. Sacri- sacrifice himself. He he got taken away by Scott towards well, the end. He ended was, up uh, Guido that was supposed to have jumped on the bomb, but it never really showed him. Yeah, jump I'm on saying the bomb. at the end they said let's go, and he just said I'm staying. I'm gonna you know I'm not going. I'm gonna fight this out. Let me finish this. Let me, and then you just have whatever happened at the end with yeah, that big Scott bomb. Pulls him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at the end, though, I mean, really, this is a prison break. There's not much that I <laughs> yeah, really can it, say anything more about. Not as right? good as the TV show back in the day, though. No, no, I never, <laughs> I never saw break, that. It's a prison break, and it also shows that one are, you know, garbage people. You know, yeah. they, they're, yeah. they're experimenting on what's left of the mutant community. Mutant community is now getting out so they can become, you know, the new X-Men to look for the oh, old X-Men, basically. Yeah. 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 It's so, not a lot. Yeah. Uh what would you give it her? Oh, you know, it, it, the art isn't bad. It's I like the it, art at it, points. The problem I have with it, man, it, it it feels like an uh an older version of a digital first book. Yeah. You know yeah. where it's just like you're you're given a lot of three panel pages and it it, it doesn't have that that feel of complete motion like uh there's there's spots like for when Guido dies in here, 
it, it shows him Scott's like, everybody get back, run out of here. I'm going to take the back. And then the Madrox guy's like, Oh, I don't feel so good. And then he's like, Oh no, he's got a bomb in him. Yeah. Yeah. He had the bomb. There's a him. big boom. And then the only person that ends up dying is Guido. And he's like, well, if I didn't jump on that bomb, you never got yeah. that inclination. Cause I mean, Guido was a couple steps ahead of Cyclops in a couple panels. And then all of a sudden he was supposed to run back and then jumped on this bomb. That was, it, it just thing. There was a couple issues like that where it's like, you could have put like one or two smaller panels in there, conveyed yeah. the story a little more clearly, but it seems like, they either decided to go with fewer panels per page or they were rushed is the only thing I can really assume. Because yeah, I, I, mean, I actually thought that they were rushed because at the beginning, like the stuff with uh, Logan and Scott, I thought looked really good. And even yeah, like yeah. the the panel where Scott comes out of that truck and he's, you know, like I said, he looks bad. But, but some of the stuff did look rushed and some of the progressions yeah, but, but, uh, weren't but great. But all the characters are identifiable. So, yeah. I mean, I can almost if you know them. It. I can almost <laughs> I yeah, no if you don't, man, yeah. I can almost forgive it for that. I also like how Rosenberg has has made all the miniseries that he was basically forced to write over the last two years or so. They're they're all coming to fruition in a sense because if you've been reading those, you have a lot more connection to some of these characters yeah. and they're all matter in a sense in this book. Yeah. Now having said all that I didn't really fully like this book. I Just, didn't either. I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 a little convenient, little, it, I mean, it's just too, I don't know. It, it's, it's too basic yeah. almost. Well, it's I mean, like I said, it's a prison break. You, you go in and, and everything was like, yeah, it was just a quick step. One, two, three out. You know, oh, yeah. everybody conveniently, like you said, everybody's conveniently right where they need to be to get them. And yeah, they, you know, you end up with a Madrox with a bomb and them. You end up Guido sacrifice, but still, and with they're those just easily to get it's them. Just like, yeah, this beat, this beat, this beat, this beat just makes yeah. it even feel shorter. Well, yeah, you know? and, and and that's my problem with what you're saying with even the bomb with uh, the Madrox. I had that problem with the, you know, the X Men, the, the mutants in the Sentinel, you know, thing. Like all of a sudden, it's like these aren't real yeah. sentinels. Boom! Open it up. Guido's there. Yeah. Oh no! There oh, you go. Boom! Boom! All he yeah. did was open it. There, and then I'm like, did no... you stab him? Is he dying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, what did you do? Because because he had blood on his yeah. knife. Yeah, like, that's all I could think here, of. Even though it's just black oil. It yeah, it is. Like. I, I'm telling <laughs> you, I sat there and like, wait a second. And then they just throw, like you said, a convenience deal. Is then they just throw the line of. We're programmed, but we tried to go against it, but we couldn't. And, and, and we I've didn't. seen Guido jump on many bombs yeah. before without dying. Yeah, yeah. The funny <laughs> thing is that I thought that when the, the Sentinels did come up and they're like, please, please don't you know, fight us. I'm like, is that them trying to fight through the program that they were polite? I just, yeah. yeah, it and, threw and, me and off. The, and my most hated part, though, was when Magic was upset that – uh, they weren't going to fight to save Guido or yeah. something. And, and then she's like, oh, the, the power's off. I can use my powers again. Yeah. But she doesn't take Guido with her. No, she's a and, teleporter. All yeah. they have to do is stand around the and I dead know that body at one Guido point she boom, did. Yeah, done. at one point she wanted to. She's like, I'm gonna, you know, kick some butt yeah. here. No, she's no, no. Let's teleport out. Sword. 
yeah, she's yeah. for a sword, and, and Logan talks her out of it. Yeah, you know? says, let's well, teleport Why do you instead. not just teleport your friend with you? I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's that like, was one too degraded many. in any military training, you know, never leave a soldier behind. Yeah. I mean, they're not really military, but I mean, she's an X-Men, and she's a tactician herself. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to suggest that. Yeah. So I, no. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I'm giving uh, it a six as well. Same deal. Uh, everything that you said, I like the arts at points, but I thought the progressions were down. And at one point, it did seem to kind of be something that was rushed by the end. But, you know, you end up with uh, the team now, you know, pretty much. So I hope, and for my sake, and my sake only, I hope next issue starts. I, I need those bubbles at the beginning with the team set up so I can read who they are and things. Because I'm not, I'm not as familiar with the characters. So I think that that's one of the problems with this is, you know, your mileage will vary. If you are reading a lot of Rosenberg, you know, uh, minis that led up to this, I think that this would be a lot more cool than for me. Just jumping in. I read that they don't they don't do that either, because I know Rosenberg has done that in previous books. Yeah, and I I just I thought that maybe this might be. Yeah, I think that maybe this might be that they wanted to try to surprise you a little with the team. team, Yeah, get the team together. And and now that they're together. I need that. I really yeah. do. Just me personally. I, 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 could, I could totally see yeah, that. Maybe they'll do it. But what about you, Brennan? Yeah, I mean, I could go. I'll match your six. I could go a little lower just because after, you know, Cyclops and Wolverine's talk, there's just yeah. not much to get you excited. It's well, just action uh, I'll and, tell and you, the and rescue, tell me, the rest tell of the Tell me issue. if you agree with me is that part of my six is also thinking about some of the fours we had in this book before it yeah. changed yeah. up. And this yeah, is a lot better. better. Than what came before yeah, it. this is better than what we had before. So I'm yeah. giving it the benefit of that and kind of, you know, hoping that it continues to be a decent read. I mean, this, this wasn't anything. And again, I did message you right away and said, boy, the beginning's really good. I really yeah. liked it. And then just, it kind of falls apart. Yeah, but. my problem with this book is the same problem I have with just so many X-Men team books, is it feels like they ran out of ideas 20 years ago, and it's always just the government hates us, a virus, yeah. or yeah. there's no mutants. or It's just the same recycled stuff over and over, and I'm just so bored with it. I, it's something, anything new. Uh, and, you know, I, I do like Ed Brisson and, and some of the other X writers better than yeah, I do too. So he yeah. doesn't get me excited on, on the book either. Brisson so. is actually the one that seems to have mer- emerged as being the best. Yeah, choice. I like him. I like him. And <laughs> you know, though I, uh, p- a couple people blocked us on, on Twitter because we liked him. But hey, that's how people roll. That's how people <laughs> roll. I got another, I, another I, guy. I will track I will of the comic community yeah. loves and hates at yeah. any given moment. It's yeah. hard to figure out. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I I don't know. They, I, they ended up blocking us because they said uh, the X-Force team is oh, too toxic masculinity. Yeah, we didn't think the art was racist or something. Yeah, and like- I, I said, <laughs> I just want to enjoy the book. And then they're like, no, yeah, you can't, you don't have outrage? I'm blocking you, is what they said. Well, that whatever. makes it easier to block them. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, I did. I, 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 I returned in kind, Double as block, they say. Yeah, yeah I, I blocked them. But we're going to end the podcast tonight with what, Brendan? Uh, we got Venom number 11, written by Donnie Cates, pencils by Joshua Kassara and Ryan Stegman, inks by Joshua Kassara and J.P. Meyer, color arts by Frank Martin, and letters by V.C. Clayton's Cowles. Uh, after a massive battle with the ancient symbiote, the Venom symbiote no longer has a personality or a voice. Instead, it's an amorphous alien organism that responds to the subconscious impulses of its host, Eddie Brock. Worse yet, the creature has been tampering with Eddie's memories, which let Eddie to return to San Francisco and his estranged father, Carl Brock, 
and to the surprising discovery of his half-brother, Dylan Brock. Bruised and battered, apparently at the hands of their own father, Dylan approached Eddie about killing Carl. However, the mysterious illness plaguing Eddie caused him to hallucinate and lash out at Dylan before ultimately collapsing, forcing Dylan to take him to the hospital and straight into the clutches of the maker. Yeah. Um. Uh, th- this is definitely a Eddie of the mind issue that kind of makes up the majority of it. But it's at, definitely at got my do, mind swimming. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. We, we get some answers as to far as, uh, you know, what the symbiotes actually altered his memories. And uh, you were right, Brandon. Of. You told me that way back. You said yeah. that you think that a lot of these things weren't true. Yeah, we're and, all yeah. made up. And, and we do and, find, we find out a good reason. I mean, if you've ever like been in reason. a crappy relationship. Oh, or that's all it is. It's an, ab- like, it's an abusive relationship yeah. that he has with the symbiote. And I I think it's played out really well. I actually, yeah. you know, it, it's pretty dismal. It's not exactly a happy-go-lucky yeah, deal. It's, it's not like, oh, hey, hey, little kid, read this Venom. No, account. no, basically, the, the symbiote is afraid that, you know, Eddie's going to leave it. So it made up all these ideas of why he can't. It basically yeah. lied to him about almost everything in his life. So he's it's kind of pretty much, Eddie pretty much everybody in his uh, life got yeah, cancer. Yeah, everybody in his life is <laughs> yeah got cancer. Yeah. It's funny, too, because I actually like the idea that you had a sister where there's no sister, but the sister died. And then his uncle got cancer. Then he got cancer. You have all this. And I think of the symbiote. I'm like, yeah, you're not exactly original, but it's the symbiote. So I think yeah. you could just go on with what he knows. Like, oh, I hear everybody yeah, I, yelling I about the, cancer. I thought I that was the funny. the symbiote Googled uh, what's that's the what I'm most saying. afraid, yes. what, what disease people fear the most. And, uh, and, cancer. And not, okay, yeah. everybody. And not only just that, but the symbiote even went a step further because I guess the symbiote would know that it can kind of alter Eddie to do these tests and things that he came yeah. up as if they needed, you know, he, uh, he's he got, had cancer. I mean, if Eddie does not have cancer currently, he's got it so convincingly laid down pat, he's got the maker fooled. You know what I'm yeah, saying? One of the yeah. smartest guys yeah, in the Yeah, and I think it is. That, and, and it's uh, funny, too. He wasn't too. completely fooled, fooled, though. He's like, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and know? even with so, that, you have the maker trying to separate them. And at a point in this story, and especially this issue where that might be the best thing for Eddie, though it might kill him when they separate. It's kind of an odd twist of the deal of the maker might be the one who saves him, even though he's trying not to, whatever the yeah. case may be. And the maker's kind of trying to save him, but doesn't care if he kills him in no, the process. No, no, that's what I'm you know? saying. He's just trying he's to do psychopath. this. But, and, and ultimately this is, still yeah. wants the symbiote for something. Yeah, and while this is going on, though, Eddie is fighting with the symbiote in his head, and all these things and all these big memories, big things in his life are, are pretty much BS. They're, yeah, they're they not start real. unraveling. In yeah, front of they him. start unraveling in his mind where he's starting to remember, as I would say, the the symbiote's being separated from yeah, him by the maker. So it's it's off. letting it like him a... Yeah, I like the progression. I really do like the progression of a villain who's trying to take over and kind of, you know, get rid of Eddie, but is actually helping Eddie to realize what is the yeah, real truth. Kind of a mind twist thing. And again, you know, and, and you have a thing where it even gets to the point where the symbiote is like, I love you, Eddie. You, yeah, you know, you're my I one know. and only and it's I'm like, just woo. afraid. But yeah, <laughs> this is the whole deal. Interest. It is a abusive relationship at points where you'd have you know a man woman whatever you know command man woman woman whatever but it's like the idea of like oh you can't leave me because you're nothing without me yeah, or you're gonna you have this have and this takes no it to the next so level up with yeah, and this even comes to the next level of you can't leave me eddie or you'll die you know you have cancer you need me to kind of fight that off with you and whatever and it ends up being the symbiote was doing it it's crazy i mean yeah. it really well, is crazy 
I, I got a question for you guys. Do you think the symbiote made him feel, think that he killed that person in that car accident, though, too? I or is don't, that a true uh, story? See, I that's think that was true. His, his, his dad hates his guts. I, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's all still real. You sure his dad doesn't hate his guts because he's know. been taking care of his kid this whole time? Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's the other thing. I don't even know that whatever's going on, but yeah, that the there's the deal. The other twist is I don't even know if his Dylan's dad is his, his son. Dad. That's the yeah. problem is I'm starting to think in the overall deal is we're going to find out that his dad in his mind that's actually him and he's i I don't know it it does have you questioning everything at the same time everything but like aaron's saying you start trying to think of the things and that's what the excitement for me is going forward is you start thinking like was that accident real? Was it what we thought? Is and, since anything. Donny Gates is such a great writer, there probably is clues that were oh, yeah. and know, he, in even, previous issues towards this kid yeah. being and being, even uh, with Eddie's. that, yeah, and even with that, uh, that why I get excited about this is Donny Cates has never let me down yet. So you know, until he does, I can read this and be so confused. But it's exciting to be confused in this yeah. book because you know that it will end up making sense in a way that we never thought of it'll end up doing this a lot of other writers and a lot of them at dc where we would have this same issue and i'd be calling bs right now and saying this is nonsense you know we're never gonna find out you're gonna give me an ambiguous ending where uh you know seven different people would have seven different things this continuity (laughs) yeah yeah really but with this though boy you had it set up with his sister when he went and that's the reason why i think that you know most of this stuff with his dad must be real only because when he went and said but what about mary you know and he and his dad's like what are you talking about there's no mary you didn't have a sister yeah. that seems to and in a roundabout way in my mind again gets me excited because they hate each other at least eddie seems to want to get back in touch with his dad and whatever his dad hates his guts we'll find well, out exactly but i like the idea that this might force eddie to try to rely on his dad but also not knowing what is real and what isn't so you know we'd have to go from that what, what were you gonna say aaron well, I, I'm just kind of, I, I'm kind of just unsure still about Eddie's dad because yeah. I mean he's so he's screaming at the end. That's my son. That's my son for Eddie's son. Yeah, and he hates Eddie. And yeah. isn't the dad supposed to be uh, abusive too? Isn't he is? That but the thing the, is, the he. Got- we thought well, that he beat Dylan, him. but yeah, then Dylan, Dylan went to wanted... kill him, and that might all be a ploy as well. And yeah. and that's the weird thing is, like, at the end, like, no, no, I have to get out. And the maker has him in this, you know, almost like a force field type thing as yeah. he's doing the stuff, and he's Putting yelling to him. To yeah. him and he's yelling to the maker, like, you got to let me out. You got to go. I got to. Where's Dylan? Where's Dylan? Oh, don't worry. Yeah, Your brother's fine. Super, but he's super afraid of his son being found by his father. Yeah. Well, and, he. And, and, and it makes me makes me feel like that there's something more behind his father, like like he is super in danger yeah. right now. Or or maybe he realizes that you know that the Dylan will kill his dad. I don't know yeah. because yeah, at this point, we don't. Yeah, because a big it's weird stuff. too, though. It seemed like he started kind of freaking out ahead of time, and that's when the maker, oh, he's fine. Yeah. I called his father, and I mean, oh, there's no, something let me that out. we still don't entirely know what happened at that house with Dylan and the dad, where would. Dylan yeah. just showed up at, at a broken down.
down Eddie's side in an alley. He was yeah, and and the symbiote, dead, so. symbiote freaked out on the father when they were yeah. there too. So I mean, like, yeah, like the symbiote wanted to attack to his yeah, father. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's and again, reactionary. It's a weird deal too with this. Of you know, maybe we'll even have a little twist of what exactly is his son. You know, maybe there's something a little more than just it being a normal kid that he means it was something. I I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. But I didn't yeah. trust that kid from the get go. No, and then, What's yeah, that? I mean, he. I think he's playing somebody to a point where he wants something to happen. We just don't know his his motivations yet, really. He's kind of being played by everybody, but I think he knows more than what he's leading on. Yeah, to we're, we're going to have to see. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. Now, you do have uh, not a full Ryan Stegman uh, penciled issue, and yeah, there are points like that... like three pages, yeah, that yeah, it seems and, like and, Ryan and it is did. a decent enough kind of facsimile but it's not as yeah. good it's yeah. not as good well, but i i think it, it felt felt really good felt for okay. this story story because yeah. it's in the mind <laughs> because it's in the mind yeah, and yeah. you don't really know what's going on it, it felt like it i didn't miss ryan stegman on this one issue i i, I kind of did a little but not as much i mean it's it's a good deal and like you said it is of the mind and also it is a pretty much a horror comic as it's been and with that you do get like some really like when you see you know is his uncle uncle dan just say he looks like the crypt keeper yeah. crying out loud. <laughs> i mean there are some things like man whatever but i just like ryan stegman so much that i i always like him on it but yeah, yeah it's it's easily uh just as you know almost as good if i think that ryan stegman's a 10 this is a nine so it's not yeah. like it's that bad but i i did like it uh what would you give it brandon uh, I gave it a seven eight on the site. It kind of just short of an eight because I'm still uh, confused about a few things. I do like the one part we didn't kind of bring up. It was um, uh, where the symbiote basically kind of almost feels like he talks him into staying because he brings up carnage. So none yeah. of that nonsense and all that fake stuff anymore. He's like giving them a real problem why yeah, they need like, to be together. Yeah, so he's it, coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, and we don't get really, really Eddie's answer yes or no whether he agrees with it because then he, we go to the Dylan stuff. But uh, I still liked a whole lot of it. I'm going to give it a seven eight. So kind of just short of that like elite mark. I like to think yeah. an eight represents. But uh, yeah, I still really look forward to the series every month. And, yeah, and I'm it's higher still than one you. Better books. Yeah, this is my book of the week uh, easily, and I'm giving it an eight five. And uh, again, I'll even say it again. It's because the mystery has me excited. I yeah. like the idea of this abusive relationship that we always knew that that's kind of the deal. But in the meantime, you had Eddie and, and you have this set up by Donnie Cates this whole thing where you had the symbiote where it can't even talk and can't even do anything for a little bit now. And now all of a sudden we find out that pretty much it was playing Eddie this whole time. And I thought that was really cool. I got excited about it. I want to see what's going on. I want to see who is real in his life. What is yeah. it? This son, his dad, all that. And what the maker's motivations are. Kind yeah, of driving go me with crazy. that. Like, so, yeah, and that, Carnage really mentioned too. too. So we'll see. We'll see how this all goes goes through and remember at the one point the maker yeah it's weird it almost seems like he's starting to not feel as evil to me it's like he knows what's going on and needs to get the stuff with carnage and stuff like that so yeah i'm excited that's what i really like about donnie kate's writing he's giving you multiple things going on but he's giving you enough of each of those things in 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 certain issues yeah that that you feel like okay i've fulfilled on that let's move to the next one 
yeah, fulfilled yeah. on that, move to the next one. It's yeah. it's the the pacing is always there and great with his stories. Pretty yeah, much. and and pretty much, I mean, he's the gem of Marvel right now, and he's and, on and he eight trillion be. books. Yeah, and <laughs> the the idea that this is one of those books that sells. Way better than you would ever imagine because of Donny Cates and what yeah. he's doing with him and Ryan Stegman. And it's finally, I'm reading a book where I'm, I'm with everybody. You know what I mean? This isn't the Tom King Batman here yeah. where everybody's <laughs> battling me about it and saying how great it is. And then I, you know, whatever. I'm on board with everyone else. So anybody who hates it, I, I can look down on them and, you know, pitch bash <laughs> them. I love it because, you know, this sells great and it's really good. It's exciting. It looks great. And yeah, I, I have full faith and Donny Cates, so everything here I, I love so much even though I'm confused and don't know everything that's going <laughs> know, on, but right? again, yeah. I'd rather it's have this confusion than the Uncanny X-Men, where my confusion is just like, boy, this book Character doesn't seem confusion. written for yes. me. Uh, this seems to be written for everyone, especially since the beginning, if you're you're on there and enjoying it, but yeah, I'm going 8-5. What about you, Iron? I'm at an 8-5 with you, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I mean, it's good. real close to even going up to that 9 I yeah, mean, I, I'm I probably getting there too. Talk to him. But I mean, if some of these these things pay off next issue or two, I mean, this this book is pretty pretty close to anything I've read that was uh, almost a a ten and oh ten for the trade. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's really good. It's really yeah. Really it good. is. It is. And anybody who wasn't reading it, I I recommend to read it right away and start from the beginning. And enjoy yourself. But yeah, that's it. Uh, obviously, I still think that's your book of the week, still, Brandon. Right? Even though you yeah, went yeah. low, like so a I negative think, Nancy. Yeah, that was my high score. Negative my book Nancy. Of the week there. is Hulk Vereen's, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were the, you and that was Hulk Vereen's good. It was really it. good, actually, and it, it's pretty much got a, a immortal Hulk tie-in. Yeah. It's quality to it. I, I, here's my question for you. Could I read this? Just pick it up. One yep, shot deal. Sure. Not knowing anything. So I will for read sure. it then. I'll check it out. They're, they yeah, give I'm you a, a decent blurb right at the beginning of what's going on. And it, it, it's pretty much getting the, the Hulk Vereen meeting Hulk. And at the end, you get a little tease of Wolverine. Okay. So there you go. That's your book of the week, right? What would you give so it if you were, if you were right rating now. it on the podcast? What would you have given it? Oh, geez. It's, it's really not my book of the week. Oh, Venom, Venom, Venom is that solid. Okay. I would definitely give it an eight, an eight? though for Wolverines. Okay. That's still good. But I, I, I can't give it past. Yeah. Donny Cates on this one. Donny yeah. Cates had a, a very emotional story. Yeah, to go he is to. a gem. Yeah. He's a gem. But yeah, but that's it. is fun. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna read that. I actually just got a message uh, from uh, Tony Walton that he just read the uh, Nightcrawler uh, at X Men Age of X Men deal and didn't like it as much as he was hoping. So there oh, you go. It, that that all you need to know is Hulk, is Nightcrawler got laid. And yeah, that's, that's much, all it is. Great. <laughs> that's pretty uh, much. That sounds it. great. Now, now yeah. he, you know, he's he's not trusting the world. So yeah. I'm glad we yeah. need four miniseries for all that. <laughs> yeah, all that. But there you go, and uh, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks everybody. If you want to go, I didn't say at the beginning that if you want to email us in for the weekend edition, you can email at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail dot com. We also have a website that Brandon did a bunch of reviews today, and Tony Walton just sent me the review for 
the Nightcrawler one. That's why he messaged me. So that'll be up as well. Uh, and that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. So go check that out. We're also on Twitter where you can go and block us at WS Marvel <laughs> Comics. Block us like everybody else. But yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah, we did. What's that, Aaron? I expect to hear, hear the messages bleeping up when you get to the skip to my Lou leader part. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we're going to go now and we'll see you in a couple days.